Hi, and welcome back. I'm Neil. Hi, I'm Libby. And we are, hi, Libby. Hey. We are joined once again by the illustrious Clifford, uh, Pugh. Clifford Pugh, editor in chief of culturemap.com. Welcome back. It's so great to be here. <laughs> I'm so thrilled you're here. First of all, I adore you as a person and such respect for you because you've, you are the real deal. And um, you've seen media, you've been in media a long time and you've seen it evolve a great deal. You started out as a print journalist. And now you're editor-in-chief of a major digital platform that is very, very, very successful. So tell us about the transition and where it is now and where it's going and about Culture Map. Well, it's really interesting, I think, that almost everyone now, I don't care what your age is or what you do in life or whatever, you are wedded to your phone and you're probably going to get all of your information about what's going on in the world from your phone, mm -hmm. be it from Facebook posts, Facebook friends, following certain websites, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. making up your own list of, of uh, what you want to follow. Uh, so it's real interesting to me about how it's all changed just in the past 10 years, I think in particular, when um, people were more wedded to newspapers mm -hmm. and magazines. Now it pretty much is all digital. Um, the fashion world may be a little different uh, with magazines like Vogue and mm -hmm. Harper's where I'm, I'm not sure digital has yet replaced the beauty of a spread in mm -hmm. a magazine. Right. Yeah. Uh, however, that being said, I know many friends who take their la uh, their um, their laptops or um, something like that with them and they just they uh, bookmark every magazine now mm -hmm. and it's digital they don't want right. to lug Came around, around uh, yeah. a, you know a 900 page vogue uh, sure. september issue right uh, so it, there's still a little bit of that but i really think in in our lifetimes at least that uh, most of print media is going to transition into digital if it already hasn't mm -hmm. and culture map was houston's first really serious uh, digital Online magazine. Yeah. It was at it's at the time, I and mean, it's only been seven years. But at the time, it wow. seemed really revolutionary. In fact, the name Culture Map came because uh, Nick Phillips, who is this, was uh -huh. at the time was a twenty-something wonderkin. <laughs> he had the idea that um, this was before smartphones were really mm -hmm. uh, prevalent like they are now. It was the idea of having a map um, of of the place with every story so that if you clicked onto the story you could see the location of what was being talked mm -hmm. about and that seemed so revolutionary at right. the time totally. now of course it's not so revolutionary <laughs> now because you can find uh, any kind of map you want in your phone but but at the time that was like a really big deal right and, and we still use maps but not nearly as much as we did but when we first started the main home page had a big map uh -huh, of Houston that. and right. it had nine stories around there and each map that. was uh, each story was geosourced to a map right. seems so old now but at the time it was like <laughs> well that's really cool <laughs> yeah. um, so over time I just think uh, we've evolved as as everyone has mm -hmm. but we still stick to our core um, uh, subjects. One subject, the, and I didn't realize this when we first started, that people cannot get enough of his food right. coverage. Mm -hmm. They want to know the latest restaurant that's opening, what's closing, right. what's hot, what's not. Um, if we have a, are having a bad day, I can put a food story up and we instantly get great readership. So. Yeah. People love chefs gossip. They love exactly. closings, openings, like you said, and 
Lots of photos of food. I mean, and that was so surprising because when we first launched, I mean, food was one of the components, restaurants sure. and bars, but it certainly didn't play the part that it does now. So that's a, an area where your reader is telling you what he or she wants, and so right. you try to adapt, do that. So we have that. Um, uh, society, mm-hmm. fashion, city life, arts, entertainment has taken on a bigger role. People want to know, one of our, our biggest traffic drivers every week is 11 things to do this weekend. Yeah, that's you know, a great People piece. are looking to have some fun and they want to know what's going on. Sure. Uh, very service-oriented sure. kinds and, of And stories. a curated uh-huh. list. Exactly. That and you is... add enough for everybody, you know, where you have a couple free events that are going on and then, you know, your high-end ticket items. Exactly, because the idea is like there are plenty of sources out there telling you what's going on. What we're trying to do is, like you said, call it down a little bit and mm-hmm. show the curated things that you might be interested or maybe hadn't even thought about yeah. or knew about. Right. But because you say, oh, hey, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll go out there. And You guys cover the waterfront. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And do you think the food thing is popular because Houston is such a food city? I think that's part of it. I think just in our culture mm-hmm. throughout the country now, people are interested. Right. I mean, my relatives live in Mobile, Alabama, and they care about yeah. a new restaurant <laughs> there. Uh, yeah. That being said, though, I think you know probably Houston's in the top five uh, best food cities in right. the country. I hear that from, from everyone who ever comes here. They're always mm-hmm. amazed yeah. at the wealth and breadth. And it's only expanding. Um, it's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I've noticed just recently is we're having an invasion of Austin restaurants. That I saw is that. True. Austin has discovered Houston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got <laughs> another uh, hop daddy's coming. Uh-huh. Um, today I was at Pilates class, and there's a new taco place from Austin that's opening on Washington Avenue. Forgot the really? name, but anyway, it's a new one. And there's another. Um, Mexican rest is that the place you're talking about? Um, they have a famous queso. It may be okay. Lauren went to school in Austin, and she's like, "Well, we didn't go before three a.m. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> exactly? Um, what is it called? I'm going to have to look it up. Well, Uchi was one of the first Austin mm-hmm. restaurants, right? And to come now here. the the guy who founded Uchi, Paul Key, is right. opening a whole new restaurant right down the street, uh, right on Lower Westheimer. Uh, so it's going to be a, a, continue to be an exciting time for food. In Just Houston. wild. I mean, you Houston's restaurant scene has gotten worldwide attention, which mm-hmm. is great for the city. And I'm sure you guys had something to do with that because Culture Map, you're, you're constantly pushing that information out, and you get it first. And and um, yeah, we went last night at a new place, Boss Cat Kitchen. Uh, cute name. Yeah. It's uh, LA based and, and very much into like 300 different kinds of whiskeys. It's, it's right oh, wow. near the Brooks District, but it's another example. And they, they looked all over the country of where they wanted to go. And, and they chose Houston, Houston because of very the, cool. the people here with disposable income mm-hmm. and the interest in going out and trying new things. Mm-hmm. And it's really exciting, I think. Very, very cool. That's my kind of place since I have a hot toddy like every night. I almost said, oh, God, Clifford. <laughs> I almost said to Libby, don't write it down. Just don't even write it it's down. It's over by River Oaks District. I saw there was kind is. of a media thing And they actually night. have an enclosed room, and they're going to do, um, like, whiskey tastings, like, for women only one oh, night. Oh, cool. Um, to educate a little bit more, like, in all sorts of different things. It's really a Love cool place. Love that. Well, there is such a fun culture. I'm sure it's exciting to cover Houston, and it's ever-changing. It's fun. Be- I'm sure as a journalist, it's fun to know Houston's been great all along, but now it's finally getting some recognition. Exactly. For that.
And I know y'all have done a podcast on the Super Bowl, but uh-huh. once again, I got so many compliments mm-hmm. from people who had come or people who had seen it on TV about how, what, what a great job Houston did. And, it was and really incredible. What they realize is that what a cool city Houston is. Uh-huh. Right. They're very surprised. A friend of mine uh, is a is travel editor in Boston, mm-hmm. Boston Globe, and so he came down about a month before. He happened to come that one weekend where it was so cold oh, that no. you know everything froze. <laughs> uh, poor thing, because he was getting away from the cold sure. weather. But but he was amazed. I mean, number one, he didn't know that. Well, I had to tell him that you know Hillary Clinton uh, carried Harris County by twelve thousand votes, and uh-huh. that we were actually more of a purple, a little red, a little blue. Because you know I think people. <laughs> from the Northeast think sure. that we're still riding horses. Oh, totally. Guns of One of my favorite that. stories about that is Becca Case and Thrasher we talked about was entertaining um, a, I mean it might have been Nime Khan, I'm not sure, but it was her first trip to Houston and she picked him up at the airport. <laughs> And it was Go Texan Day. Oh dear God! So they take a ride on Memorial Drive, and for those of you who don't know, to Go Texan Day is where the the trail riders. trail riders come in, and literally it's like cattle, yes, and um, trail rider like what are those hundreds cabin things? Hundreds yeah, of hundreds horses. of horses with cowboys and cowgirls riding. Yeah, and, so and pulling wagons. She was like, "I swear this doesn't happen every day. <laughs> this is the one day of the year." But yeah, I think there are some people who still think we're riding around on. Horseback. I was sitting in a restaurant on Kirby one day, and a friend was visiting me from Europe, and it was Go Texan Day, Trail Ride Day. <laughs> the whole restaurant side of the restaurant was glass, and I forgot. And all of a sudden, I look at his face, and he is speechless. He's just looking out the window, pointing. And I'm like, <laughs> the whole of Kirby Drive was the trail ride. You're like, yeah, it's in February. And he's like, what <laughs> is happening? And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's Go Texan About Day. That. <laughs> That's the trail riders coming go in. This kicks off boots. the rodeo. <laughs> and it's not this way every day. Right. No. It's not this way every day, I swear. It's quite something to see. It is. It's, it's pretty fun. remarkable. It's fun. But, yeah, we are a little bit more um, cultural than maybe some might seem. Well, we have to keep it, keep our hands on our roots. That's right, Because that's what we're all about <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, Clifford, what's going on at Culture Map? What's the what's in in store? Well, it's kind of an exciting time, uh, and you might have read about this. We were just acquired by Gal Media. Mm-hmm. It's a Houston-based company. So uh, Culture Map, uh, which was founded in Houston, but in recent years has had some Dallas ownership, is totally returning to Houston. So, Good. of course, we're all excited about that. Right. And Gal Media has two sports stations here. Um, ESPN 97.5 and SB okay. Nation is AM station. And okay. um, so you're kind of thinking, how does sports deal with what culture map strengths mm-hmm. are? But we feel like there's a lot of synergy there that that uh, you know people who listen to sports are interested in sure. food. And, sure. and uh, we're going to in- reintroduce the sports element into culture map, which oh, I think is interesting because we're all interested in sports sure. here as well. So I think it's an exciting time. So kind of stay tuned to Good. see what's going on. That's very cool. So there, it's, there's culture map Houston, culture map Dallas. Austin, Austin, San Antonio, and okay. Fort Worth, and Fort Worth. So you guys have covered the waterfront in Texas. Yeah, and I think that's one of our strengths is being able to say we are, I think, the biggest life, digital lifestyle source in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's that's really exciting. That's really huge. Are you guys gonna go out to other cities, states? 
I think they may be part of the long-range plan. I think mm-hmm. right now our strength has been focusing on Texas because mm-hmm. it's what makes us different. There's so many websites out there. Sure. And, and certainly you want to grow and expand, but I think right now the idea of being so Texas-centric is good. And also we can uh, exchange stories on the site. So sure. if something's written in Austin, but we have a lot of readers here who know Austin or like it, then mm-hmm. we can pull over stories here and vice versa. That's really so, smart. So you're getting a view of the whole state and not just Houston. Sure. That's very which is cool. Exciting, and it's a great use of our resources for as well. sure. Well, and Texas is kind of its own thing. Yes, it is. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I find even in New York for Fashion Week, when you say you're from Texas, they're, mm-hmm. they they actually really like Texans, even though they might think, you know, we're a little crazy when they see <laughs> some of what, you know, what our politicians do. Right. Uh, they like oh, that. God. Also, <laughs> what I find is that um, the designers love Houston in particular because the women here still like to dress up mm-hmm. and they yes, like they to look good. So invariably, I hear from every designer when I say I'm from Houston, they instantly perk up. We have more access to them. They recognize that it's such a great market and sure. they want to be a part of it. Right, because, you know, follow the money, too, because exactly Houston's mm-hmm. got it going on. Well, and they, I mean, you know, the Stacey Swifts at Neiman's and Sylvia at Saks, I mean, they really do it up for when these designers come to town. They'll invite 30 of their best clients and put on a luncheon and, a fa- you know, I mean... I feel like it's reciprocated, hopefully, with the designers coming in and really getting FaceTime with their client, which makes everybody happy. It does. I have one question, excuse me, that I have to ask you, Clifford, because it's something you and I have researched and talked about back and forth over some years. Last question, and it's a whopper. Will Houston ever be any kind of a fashion center? And I'm not talking about retail. Right. Uh, I think if any kind of fashion center, it's going to be in manufacturing. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening Mm -hmm. in L.A. now. Uh, We have the low cost of spaces. We need to train the workforce. I I don't think we're ever going to be a fashion center in the sense that we're going to have like a great fashion week where people come from all over the world to see. But I think there's a lot of potential here for manufacturing and shipping. For sure. You asked me to do a story for culture map a couple of years ago right yeah and um when um the former mayor was in office and there was a different leadership at the greater houston partnership uh when it was on its own and not merged with the chamber of commerce in any way it was a little bit slightly different time but you asked me to write this story on what i thought about it and and um in researching it i it, it just became so obvious that Houston is a great potential, as you said, for manufacturing, because with textiles coming through the Panama Canal, and now that it's been wide, I mean, that that has made Houston's port, it will eventually be the number one port in North America. Mm -hmm. So you have textiles coming in, they come through here anyway, and you have huge um, capability for um, customs processing that's another component and low building costs low uh, operational costs low labor costs and access to the entire world mm-hmm. from Bush Airport Intercontinental Airport to any destination nonstop that you would need to go to or that would need access to Houston it'll never be the creative center for fashion but I would love to see it. You know, I formed a 
after you published the the story I wrote, the Greater Houston Partnership called me and said, "Would you come up for a meeting?" And I did. And they said, "We're really, what is it going to take? What do you need? We're we're on board. We're ready to support this. Um, tell us how to do it." And they called every department head in for this meeting, and it was fascinating because they were so committed. And I said, "This is way more than a one person can do." So let me form a committee. And I had people from finance, real estate. This was like four years ago. I remember this, right? right. And, and we formed this group. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to really start to make inroads with designers mm-hmm. and attract them with packages, you know, mm-hmm. and get every, because it's all financially driven. It's, you have to incentivize designers to do it. <clears throat> and it has to make sense to their bottom line. And we had some serious interest, and then I moved back to New York and could not deal with this, you know, anymore. And I said, "Look, I, I know we've gotten this off the ground, but I have got to withdraw because I don't have time to do this now." And it was handed off to someone else, and it just fizzled, which is really unfortunate. But now that the convention, the Greater Houston Convention and Visitors Bureau, and uh, the Greater Houston Partnership have merged. This needs to be readdressed because it would make me so happy to see that happen here. Yeah, I think that it could, it could happen. It's just getting the will to do it, I think. Maybe we need to revisit. Clifford, you're going to be so hardcore recruited. <laughs> this is great fun. I've enjoyed it. So Thank fun. you so much for coming on Clifford Pugh. Well, maybe we can have you um, back after the next shows. That would be fantastic. We Where need to do, do this every fashion season right. right off the plane like we just did today. Right. The we're first stop. Let's do it. We'll bring cocktails next time. <laughs> great. Oh, <laughs> I'll drink to that. Oh, Lord. Clifford, thank you for being here. It was so fun. Thank you, Clifford Pugh. Thank you, guys.